Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyka. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck's own Mike Merkel. I'm here. He's here, ready to go. Mike, lots of stuff to talk about. we got some NBA Finals previews to get to. We're talking NXT TakeOver, we're doing an NFL check-in. We're talking a little bit of AEW, lots of good stuff here. Um, let's just jump right in, though, Mike, to the NBA Finals action. I know that's something that you wanted to talk about here. Um... LeBron going to his 10th finals, Lakers making it, um, putting away the Nuggets in pretty handed fashion there. Um, and you're either going to see them versus the Heat versus the Celtics, but uh, let's just talk about the Lakers here real fast. Yeah. I, I mean, does it matter to you at all what team makes it there? Like, I, I mean, and this is not because you're a big Lakers guy or anything like that, but like looking at it objectively, um, I would say the Heat. Would I would tend to have a better matchup than the Celtics would, yeah. in my opinion. But regardless of that, for a second, I mean, when the Lakers are playing as well as they're playing, do, is there a team right now that can take them on? The way that they have some of their supporting cast contributing as much as they are, right? Like, we talked earlier in the season where you're like, okay, well, Rondo's terrible. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's playing out of his mind, right? He's playing like 2007 Rajon Rondo, not the past decade after. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Alex Caruso's contributing. Hell, even J.R. Smith at times is able to give really good high fives. Like, whatever yeah. he's doing, you know what I mean? It's working he's for them. High fives. And, and they're playing some pretty good defense. You know, Anthony Davis has, has never been more effective. I think this series is where he really saw him get into a groove offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk to me about this Lakers team and why... You know, is there any weaknesses on this team right now, really? Like, is there something where, like, if you're the Heat or the Celtics, and we're going to get into both matchups here in a second, what what am I trying to expose as the opposing team? Um, well, the main key, I think, and I think only the Heat have this, yeah. is your perimeter shooting. Oh, yeah, I think it's sure. the one thing that um, will, get you, will give you the edge in the series, which is why I think the Heat... I would be more worried and probably bet Lakers winning in like six games mm-hmm. compared to like Boston. I think there's a chance that they could sweep Boston. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't want to see like a sweep in the finals. Yeah, that's but, always, that always sucks. Just but, as, just yeah, as like a basketball guy, you're like, all right, well, it's three zero. Yeah, it's three zero. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Click, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's it looks very. They don't have they don't have much defense for Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Yeah. If somehow right. they somehow can survive the next two games, which again I don't think they will. Right. But I said that against the Clippers. In the nugget, right, yeah, so I okay. guess I cannot know at this point. Yeah, that's why we're doing both, just in case, because yeah, we look like idiots last time. Um, yeah, so if the Celtics do somehow get through, I just don't think they have the defense for LeBron, and if yeah. not LeBron, I don't think they have the defense for Anthony Davis at all. Yeah. So I think, unfortunately, I think, I think Bam's going to cover Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think yeah, Bam. Right. Yeah. And oh, I think, oh, the Celtics. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the Celtics. Uh, my bad. My bad. On the Heat, I think Bam can do a good job on Anthony Davis, yeah. and I think Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder were kind of like. Double team, double that, team, little, yeah. LeBron a little bit to try to slow right. him down. So I, again, I don't think they're gonna slow like stop them by any means, no. but they'll definitely slow him down more than th- any other. team. And I think so it goes back to the point too, where if I'm either team, I'm not necessarily trying to stop LeBron from scoring. Yeah. He's gonna score regardless, right? But what I am going to try to do is prevent him from getting other people involved. If yes. LeBron has forty, cool. But if also Danny Green's got 15, 17, yeah. if Kuzma's got 18, and Rajon Rondo's got 14, and, Ku- and, and like all these other guys yeah. outside of Anthony Davis and or LeBron James, if they're also going into double digits, you know, not even like 20 points, but 
you know, somebody if you got four people averaging fifteen points a game, yeah. in addition to LeBron and AD, you're not stopping that. That's that's the difference between like the Kawhi and LeBron. Well, Kawhi's stat line would be like forty five. Four and four or something. Yeah. Where yesterday LeBron had that game five where he had thirty eight, sixteen, and twelve. Right. Where he had those twelve assists. Right. Which gets everyone else going involved. That's right. what the Heat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep saying Heat, but yeah. I guess well, any team, any heat, team, has any to, team, yeah. right? Has you don't, to stop you don't, that. Yeah, you don't want yes. if LeBron has forty five and five. I think you did a good job. Yeah, and I think and I think you may even win that game depending yeah. on how that game plays out, exactly. right? And that's and that's the difference, right? Is you know already that certain teams are going like like. Certain guys are going to go off, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's just it is what it is, right? You can't players of that caliber, you know, it, it, it's just not going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Even Kawhi, we, we gave I gave Kawhi a lot of crap last week, um, but his his line, right? Like his numbers weren't bad, right? No, like you not. can you can look at the stat line and go, well, it's not Kawhi's fault. It's when you get deeper into the game is when you realize, yeah, it still kind of is his fault. So it's you know there are certain things that have to happen. Um, you know, I think that the Lakers, you know, I think they did benefit a little bit from the Nuggets getting here over the Clippers, right? I do think that this series would have at least went another game at minimum if the Clippers were there. But regardless, I, I do think that is the that is the key, is to stop LeBron from doing his second best thing that he does, in which is passing the basketball. Mm-hmm. If you can limit his effectiveness on that... And just, you know, because you're not stopping that drive-in. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if he wanted to, I don't know why, like, when they're down, like, six, and it's like Frank Vogel's not like, hey, LeBron, do that thing where you just drive to the lane and hit a layup. Do that, like, four times if, in a row, and I guess we'll be up maybe by two. If the if if pro NBA could, like, have it in 2K where you turn off fatigue yeah, and you had and everyone at 100%, go. you could just have LeBron drive the ring yeah, just, every single time. Hey, we're just going to go ISO. Every, Every play until play. we're up by thirty, and then and then we'll after get other that, people exactly. And then after that, I'll sit you down for twelve minutes. Like, yeah. like in all honesty, there's nothing it stopping is. that. Even if even if you play good defense, there's probably going to be a foul called. Mm-hmm. If not, it's just it's just a disaster. Um, talk to me about now the, this Heat Celtics matchup. Right, heated up three two right now. Um, I still have the Heat winning this series, regardless, even if it goes seven. Um, but I, I do want to talk about the Celtics here because I do think this is this is the team that I think less people would be interested in seeing. I get the the classic matchup, but from a stylistic standpoint, I don't think they have a guy that is that I don't think they have anybody, quite frankly, that can counter out either two of the big Laker stars. But I also don't think that they are getting enough contributing factors from their bench right now. I don't think that this team is a seven, eight-man rotation, even though they're trying to make it seem like that. They're not getting the numbers they should be getting from Marcus Smart. They're not getting the numbers that they should be getting from Jalen Brown. Like, they're playing fine, but not to the level where if they somehow get past the Heat, I don't see that they have any chance. And Jason Tatum, the guy that's got to make it all work, has not looked good in this series. I mean, he had 24 points in Game 4, I think, in the second half alone, but he didn't have any the first half. So you're like, dude, you can't go scoreless for a whole half of basketball. I know. I agree with that. There are points, though, where I think in that exact same game, Tyler Hero had like 40 points. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they only lost by two. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, yep. I think these teams are a little more evenly matched than people put base on. Yeah. But you just haven't seen the Celtics really exploit how deep they, their bench they, can be. Yeah, and I think their long-range shooting has been abysmal oh, for yeah, a good chunk been. of this game. Or for the series, I yeah. should say. Usually, like, you have your starting five, but off the bench you have, like, the Wanamaker, you mm-hmm. have um, Gordon Hayward back, yep. and then you have another, Enos Cantor comes off the bench. That's, like, three guys plus your starting five that mm-hmm. I'm like, I think on a normal, like... Yeah, day. Right, yeah, normal day, they're pretty like good, game, yeah, for sure. 
But it's just been like they just haven't gotten the consistency from Mm-mm. really Jason Tatum to really start the offense. Yes. They usually always are in a hole. They usually always, last yep. game they were in a 17-5 to hole early, yep. but then they were able to crawl and end up winning the game or whatever. Yeah. But it's just always, they always start in a hole and it's always like, all right, it's yeah, almost like the Nuggets where they just have to somehow try to come back. Yes. And the team just doesn't have the Jamal Murrays to just like, let me just shoot 50 to put us back in the game. Yeah, right. And Jason Tatum needs to be that guy. He's not been that guy yeah. pretty much this entire playoff series, if we're being honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he hasn't looked good. And I give some credit to the Heat defense, too. I think that is a... That's another thing, you know, I, I've never seen a team run this much zone defense before in the playoffs. I mean, the fact that they are able to basically just say, no, it's fine, just try and drive. I, I dare you, right? And it's not, and they're they're almost, at this point, daring the Celtics to shoot because it hasn't been falling in right now, right? So you're seeing that, I mean, if you're the Heat and you somehow get past the Celtics, I mean, do you see them going more man-to-man? Because, like, right now, they're playing the best defense out of anybody yeah. right now in the bubble. Yeah, no, stylistically, I actually like their zone because yeah. I don't think they have, like, odd switches. You can't have Duncan Robinson cover LeBron or no, anything. No, it's a disaster. Like, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. But if you play that zone where Bam just sits right in the middle. Yeah, he's just guarding I, everything. I yeah. mean, he just guards everything. I mean, he, that's a good matchup on LeBron, too. So yeah. LeBron drives mm-hmm. the rim, and Bam is sitting there. It's not an easy, you know, layup or right. dunk or whatever right. weird For stuff sure. he does. And if he shoots out to the corner, you have Jay Crowder guarding Anthony Davis on the perimeter, and mm-hmm. that's not an easy matchup either. No. So I think zone defense would probably be their yeah. best bet. I right. don't think if I think if they went to man, Anthony Davis would just go flex out in yes. the corner, yeah. move Bam out there, and then LeBron would just drive every single time. Yeah, and so I think, I think and I work. think that it, give me two guys because I Bam for me is the key. For this Heat team, even going forward in the rest of the Celtics series as well into the Lakers series, because Jimmy Butler is going to be fine. I think Tyler Hero, they found a star in him, right? Yeah. He's playing out of his mind right now. Duncan Robinson is their long range guy. Jay Crowder does a little bit of everything. Um, but Bam, to me, if he's in foul trouble early, that hurts everything that they do yeah. defensively because he makes that whole thing go. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Butler's the name, right? But Bam is the guy in the middle of that whole thing that is really has to has to be the muscle behind everybody else, right? So him getting into foul trouble early is a really big problem if you're if you're the Heat against whether it's the Celtics or the or the Lakers because they don't have another guy behind him athletically that is I mean Kelly Olynyk He's fine, yeah. but like that's not the same caliber athlete that band yeah, is. Yeah, well, that's the problem that they're going to run into with the Lakers. Yeah. Is look, that's what, exactly what the Lakers exploited against the Nuggets. Yeah. is that they just put Jokic in foul trouble. Right, early. and so now you drive oh, boy. so much right. that it's just like okay, now Mason Plumlee is going to have to be in the guard Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. and that's not the matchup that you want on someone like right. Anthony Davis. Right, and on verse, then you have nobody that can go on LeBron mm-hmm. because Jeremy Grant goes into foul trouble or Jamal Murray gets into foul trouble, and right. it's like now we just don't have people to guard these guys. Right. I think that's the same thing that you could you could see. I think early game one, I think you'll see mm-hmm. Anthony Davis just drive the paint like four yeah. straight times to try gonna, to get Bam some fouls. Right. Well, if if I'm a team two facing this Laker team, I'm gonna have to force them to shoot the basketball. Like that oh, is yeah. the number one key, right? Because it whether you want to admit it to yourselves or not, right? LeBron is not the most efficient three point shooter. You know, even mid-range jumper, like long mid-range jumper, that's not his... It's never been his game. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis... I mean, yes, he can hit the three, but it's not cons- it's not consistent though, right? Like it's not it's not a it's not a con- no big man really. I mean, he's probably the most consistent big man with it outside of Jokic, probably. I would yeah, say, probably. Um, but he's not consistent. Rondo really can't shoot. Period. It's just all of a sudden it's come together for him, right? Caruso's got it okay. Like there's guys that can do it on in stretches, right? But 
they don't have a guy right now. I mean, I guess I'll mention Danny Green just because for whatever reason, every time in the finals, he like goes insane, yeah. you know. But um, they don't. If you're either team, whether it's Boston or um, Miami, I think that's the biggest key is is playing the perimeter and just hoping to God that you're you're forcing them to be like they try to drive and we collapse, right? Yeah. And they're forcing the dish out, and you're just like, you know what? I have to live with Contavious Caldwell Pope taking that shot yeah. rather than. LeBron going in for a layup or a dunk to kind of swing momentum yeah. right away. Well, I agree with that. I think that's also why I think LeBron long-term saw that as the issue playing yeah. some of these teams, and that's why he's been getting them involved. Because yeah. now Danny Green KCP has that confidence, and you see yeah. it in like Game 5 where that was the game plan was, okay, we're going to collapse on LeBron Drive. He kicks to Danny Green, but then he goes 3-for-3. Three three, or like, Marquise hmm, Morris goes 4-for-4 right. four four one game, or KCP right. is 4-for-5, four and you just go... Okay, so now these guys are shooting, so now you have to go stand. And right. then that's when LeBron gets his points in the paint. And it's just, right. it's just like the what do you do? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's how, like do you, how yeah. do you stop it? Pick your poison. You're going to die regardless. Which way do you want to yeah, do which it? One yeah. You, yeah, exactly. So I think that's been the problem. That <laughs> for sure. For sure. All these teams have run into. It's going to be interesting. For I mean, if you had to give, uh, I mean, I think we both assume that the Heat have a better chance at, at yeah. beating this Lakers team. Give me a percentage though, like Celtics. Like you think they can sweep? So you you give them like I, no chance. I give at them all? really no chance. No, especially how Jason Tatum's playing and stuff. Like yeah. I think if it could go five. Maybe I mean I, I don't think at, I don't ever see slope. a sweep in the finals unless it's something like super unevenly matched, like Lakers Magic that year, yeah. where you go. All right, this is that, that was a, even this, five games. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, this or is like, going to be a like disaster. Cavs Warriors in 2018, where right. it's like, wow, or Cavs five. Spurs, LeBron's first time, where you go, this is going to be a dumpster this, fire. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I look and I go, there are some teams in the West that aren't like that, like the Nuggets. Even I think someone mm-hmm. like the Nuggets, Clippers, even maybe the Rockets mm-hmm. could have really put a hander into to the Boston Celtics. So I mean, I don't give Boston Celtics really a chance Engine at chance? all. I'd yeah. give them like a. Five <laughs> chance to win. Like it's every very Boston low. Celtics fan went. We'll show you if we somehow, somehow win two more win games. Two straight against the Heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Miami three games actually. If you conclude game five, yeah, it'll be three in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Miami. I probably go like seventy thirty Lakers. Yeah. Um, Man, you, you're not giving either one of these. Teams not a really. Chance, I don't. No. I don't really. It's hard because going into it, I went. I didn't see Miami having really any chance. I saw more of a chance beating the Bucks, yeah. but I was like, they don't really like have a chance. Yeah, right. But then, then they do it. It's like they shut them down. Yeah, too. they shut them down. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe yeah, seventy thirty is what yeah. I'll stick with. Probably. I do think too that the Heat or, or the the East, sorry, the East Conference in general is at a little bit of a disadvantage because there is not a single player in the East that can you can somewhat replicate what LeBron does. Like, yeah. if Kawhi was in, it was, like, playing for, like, the Bucks or something, you could kind of replicate because Kawhi has similar, you know, like, he's able to drive well. He's a good facilitator at times, right? He's got a good injury. Like, there's things that, you know, where you go, all right, I'm playing an absolute stud that in all facets, right? There's only a few guys that are good at everything, right? Yeah. Like, Giannis, you know, he's fine, but he's got no range Shooting at all. Up. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, like, that's not a good representation of, like, all right, it, when we play LeBron, okay, yeah, maybe I don't worry necessarily about his long-range game, but I do have to worry about everything else, his driving, his passing, everything else. So there's, there's a little bit of a difference there. Um, so I think it is hard for either team, quite frankly, to really gauge what what he does yeah. from a facilitator aspect rather than a scoring. Like I said, he's going to average his 30, and it's going to be fine. 
But it's it's everything else. It's the rebounds. It's the assists. It's that kind of stuff where that's where you get into trouble. If Anthony Davis and LeBron James combine for 65, 70 points, but everybody else doesn't do damn thing, right? The Heat have a very good chance. Or even Boston, I'm going to include both of them, have a very good chance of winning this series if that's the game plan. Yeah. You guys go off. Fine. Have your games. But you're not getting anybody else involved, and, you're not gonna, and no one else is scoring yeah. outside of you two. You know what I mean? So... I, I I think it's a I think it's a risky gamble, mm-hmm. but I'd rather play it with like they're gonna score anyway. Yeah. So let's let's make it a five on two game mm-hmm. rather than a five on five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I think that's the really the only way either mm-hmm. team gets it done. And I also like Eric Spolster as a coach, and I feel like because he has LeBron experience a little bit, yeah. you know, I think that he has a little bit of insight to be like, all right, I coached this guy for four years. Yeah. He's a different player than he was then, but at the same time, I do think that you can't just like he's not drastically yeah. different. He's still the same, you know, at the core. Yeah. All right, so I have one big, big picture question. For okay. You. Now we talked about this, I think pre-bubble, maybe even like preseason. Oh, I'm sure about we this Lakers team. Yes. And how this is, is this probably is the this year. his yeah. last chance? Is this mm-hmm. the year that they have to do it? Yeah. After watching what him and the improvements of Anthony Davis in the playoffs. Yeah. Do you think that like next year they have a chance of winning it? Still. Um. Like if so, if for some reason well, Anthony like, Davis can leave after this year technically can he? Yeah, but it's saying he resigns. Okay, like, okay, okay, hypothetically, okay, he if he resigns, resigns okay. and they're together yes. for two more years. Um, do you think they still? Have I did, I do think out? they have a chance. Yes, I do because I think that, but I don't think it's as great a chance as this, this right has now. provided them for a couple reasons. Number one, you had a long layoff, right? Yeah. So you were allowed to recoup a little bit. You're allowed to get some guys back. You were allowed to kind of, if you're, you know, you're 35 years old, you know, you don't, you're not moving like a 25 year old yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I do think that that did as much as it hurt him i think it also allowed him to be like all right i can go and take a little bit of a break here mm-hmm. i can recoup i can re you know relax and i can get back to it yeah. and now you're playing at mid regular season form again mm-hmm. right um if anthony davis comes back yes however the biggest thing for them once again it's not them for me it's it's everybody else yeah. and that is the thing where i i think their chances are going to hinder a lot upon what Giannis does, mm-hmm. upon what you know what Golden State does, right? They've got some, they've got maneuvers that they can make, right? I think that depending on what the Clippers do, quite frankly, I know that we just I gave them a, a lot of crap, and I don't consider them a title contender until I see Paul George not be awful for long, long stretches of games. But the West is still going to be highly 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 competitive you know what i mean so i think that that is a that is a good chance for them to be like man if you have to go through a gauntlet or okay you're playing houston round one and then now you got to play you're gonna play denver or then you're gonna play you know like if you're like these teams aren't getting worse yeah you know what i mean and i don't know how much longer i don't know how much more he can get these other guys involved mm-hmm. to to match what other people, what other teams are going to be able to do? Because you know that the the Golden State will be back next year, yeah. right? Clay's back. Steph will be one hundred percent. If they somehow land Giannis, it's going to be ridiculous, yeah. right? You know they've got Steve Kerr. He's a good coach. You've got a lot of options if if you're some of these teams. You know, um, I'm hearing rumors that D'Antoni might go to 76 just to go get James Harden. Yeah. So you got him. And Ben, you know, and like, so you've got some teams in the East that are kind of loading up. You see this Heat team, they're just going to keep rolling, yeah. right? They don't have, they got everybody under contract right now. So they, if they could add some more solid bench pieces, possibly, that's going to be a good team. The Celtics are still right there. They need another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the NBA has never been more balanced than it is right now, and it's and it's a lot of fun to see. I would still pen them as the favorites, though. Okay. Long long answer short, I was gonna say, yeah, they yeah, are the favorites, favorites, but I don't think, like, going into this stretch, I was kind of on the opinion of this is probably the time, mm-hmm. right? If they're going to – if I do say this, though. If they didn't play the way they're playing right now and they looked a little rough around the edges, I'd be like, man, even if they do get it done here – I don't know if they that, can get it done that, again. That, that's that's the whole point. Is yeah. I think I was on the same boat where I was like, if they're just like, if LeBron's like looking like, okay, you're not the same LeBron as yeah. like previous years or whatever. I and Anthony Davis yeah. is even like yeah. there, like he's just playing good, not mm-hmm. great or anything. I'd be like, yeah, this was like your run. But with how good Anthony Davis has been, and mm-hmm. LeBron could just move into like, I'm going to get 25 points a game and nine yeah. assists and just kind of roll into like, a pass first role to right. Anthony Davis. Right. I'm like, I, I, I do think I do, that I do, could Yeah, I think so. Roll. I mean, it, it really just depends on if he stays, you know, yeah. how they can... Because a lot of these guys aren't here long yeah. term. You know what I mean? Like, it's all one year, short term contract. Yeah. So it's like, you have to... You're going to pay Anthony Davis. You're already paying LeBron a max contract, right? Yeah. So now you're like, okay, we got to somehow figure out how to get some of these guys back, mm-hmm. you know, that fill this role for us, but at the same time, not... You know, not lose a step. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you know, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. You know, like at some point, he's not going to be the same player. Yeah. It's just not. It's not possible. You know. So whether it happens now or two years from now, you're going to see the decline. But it's can Anthony Davis continue to look as good as he is without a LeBron playing at this level? Because yeah. right now, Anthony Davis is the complete beneficiary of playoff LeBron James mm-hmm. more than anybody else. Right? He's just like. This is great. Yeah. I'm getting single teamed. I'm not getting doubled. I'm not getting nothing. I'm just playing down low. And every once in a while, I stretch out and take a three. Mm-hmm. This is great. I have no pressure. I got nothing. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, they're going to be the favorites. If I had to say, if I had to vote Lakers or every other team, right, I'd say it's probably a 60 40 percentage. That yeah. I think that there's a 6% chance Lakers can repeat, barring injuries and everything else, yeah. fully healthy. But. I do think it's there is going to be some big moves in the West to come, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that, that you're going to see that, especially after the draft, yeah. and you're going to see some teams where you're like, oh, okay, like I'm excited to see this. Or I, I do think the Clippers' future is definitely one team where you're like, there's a lot of different ways they could go. They go, they, I think they've gone from like contender, where like, oh, we got like a five year run here where we could really make it. To all of a sudden, it's like, um, we need to make some drastic changes yeah. very quickly if this is going to be a fruitful endeavor. So. Interesting to say the least, and maybe if they win it, Anthony Davis goes. I'm good. I'm gonna go. Yeah, no, go I mean, Max yeah, if, somewhere else. If AD and, goes to like Miami and just yeah. like dips out, then it's like, oh yeah. yeah. Or Lakers like Giannis goes to Miami, and then you're like, man, you got Bam, honest. Like yeah. you got like, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of movement. It, you know what I mean? But I, the way they're playing right now, it's all contingent upon the supporting. Cap. It's always been in LeBron's career, quite frankly. It's never been him. It's been what else can that the rest of this team do mm-hmm. to, to to elevate what he's already putting up there. So it's interesting enough for sure. I'm excited. I really hope the Heat win. I want I because I'm in agreement. I don't think the Celtics have much of a chance. They're gonna have to shoot lights up. It's gonna be have to be like Houston where Houston shoots amazing mm-hmm. to beat them. And I don't see that happening long term. I think the Heat play a sm- a smarter game. They are able to slow the pace down. They've got guys that I think there are mismatches, I think, for the Heat, uh, for the Lakers, right? Like, I think at the point guard position especially, they don't have anybody to answer for Drogic or mm-hmm. for Hero, quite frankly. Um, so I, I just don't see, like, you know, Kemba Walker, he's fine, but he's not Kemba of Charlotte where he's carrying the team. He's mm-hmm. he's just a, another piece. So I hope it's the Heat there. I want to see a good I want to see a good series. I'd love to see it go to seven. That'd be awesome. You know, something cool. Um 
But yeah, I think the Lakers are taking it, and it's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? But next year, though, I, I do. Th- I don't think Giannis stays in Milwaukee, so I'm just calling that route right now. Because, quite frankly, why would you? But that's just me. But all right, all right. That's gonna be it for part one. Now, part two, we're gonna hop in. We're gonna talk some NFL talk real quick. Just some surprises and some disappointments. If you're a Lions fan, you're used to disappointment. That's all you get. So. Uh, we're not going to talk about them. We're going to wait to talk Lions until week four or week five during their bye week because either then you're probably going to see either somebody get fired. Something's going to happen, I'm sure, especially if they're 0-4. So um, we're not going to talk Lions this week, but we're going to talk some surprises around the league, some surprise teams, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, some letdowns. Um, and then we're also going to be talking NXT TakeOver 31. That doesn't have a name. It's just NXT TakeOver 31. And we're also going to be checking in on AEW as well. Lots of good stuff coming your way for part two. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Michigan Michigan Ramadega here. Just reminding you that episode 100 is right around the corner. Myself, the Whale Man, the Merkson, we are all extremely excited and we are appreciative that you've been with us for this first 100 episodes. Um, it's right around the corner. We have something super big planned for you guys for episode 100, so we really appreciate all the support once again. If you are so obliged, make sure to subscribe on all your favorite streaming services and go to belowthecollar.com forward slash I'm Always Right PC to go buy the official merchandise of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Now here's part two of episode 96. And welcome back to part two of episode 96 of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Uh, let's jump right in here, Mike. Let's talk some NFL action here just real quick. Um... You know, we're, we're a couple weeks in, right? You know, I'm not talking Lions here very... A, I, I got on my soapbox too many times this last couple episodes with, with the Clippers and Giannis and everything else. I don't have the emotional strength to get upset anymore at this team, so um, I'm going to wait for a couple weeks to let it build up, let the anger build, and then we'll go for it. Um, but I do want to talk about the rest of the league, though, because um, right now we're two we're two weeks in, and the reason why we're talking about them now, not like you know a, a quarter of the way in or halfway through the season, is because you know there's there's a lot of stats that say basically you start out zero and two, there's almost no way you're making the playoffs, right? And and if you start out two and zero, you've got like a sixty percent above chance of making it, right? So you're kind of you know there's some teams that are. You're, there's very few teams in the middle. Let me put it that way, right? There's a lot of teams on one end, and a lot of teams on the other. Um, but Mike, I'm I'm gonna ask you. You t- you watch all these games pretty much. You're you're in it more than anybody any of us are. You know, you've got 12 TVs and everything else. You're ready to go. Um, give me one of the biggest surprises so far this season. Whether it's a team that we thought, looking at their schedule, looking at their roster, you're going, this team's got a good shot to to make a run, or at least you know be there in some sort of contention. Or a team that you're like, I don't, I didn't see this coming ever, and they're playing, they're playing good ball right now. They need to be a team that maybe more people need to be paying attention to. Okay, I got two, I got yeah. one from the one AFC, both? Okay. Yeah, I got one from the AFC, one from the NFC. Okay, uh, my NFC choice yeah. is the LA Rams. Okay, yeah, for and sure. I always say Absolutely. that because I thought the LA Rams were going to be the worst team in the yeah. division, yes. and I guess technically they could still be, be the worst team. Right. But right now they're playing in. really but right well. Right now they are playing like one of the best teams in football and it's actually very scary when you look at that whole division and the whole like the worst team right now is the Niners at one and one right like when you when you when that's your worst team you go and they're decimated with injuries we're going to talk about the injuries thing in a second here but yeah but the Rams you know what the big thing about the Rams is I feel like McVay last year almost like took the year off like the offense was not 
creative. There was nothing flowing. It was just kind of like that Super Bowl hangover. We're like, all right, well, we just lost half these guys we just brought in. Yeah. You know, we're not making it. There's too many other things going on. Golf didn't play very well, and you're just and but now you're like seeing a, a rejuvenated team, yeah. and they're they're really firing all cylinders, especially defensively, which yeah. I'm a little surprised by. Yeah, I wasn't so shocked they're off. I mean, they have a deep receiving core. Golf's good. Yeah, nothing special. Yeah, he's, he's and he's got some. And he's got some good running backs. So yeah. I was like, I'm not expecting the. I wasn't expecting the offense. I was like, but that defense outside like Aaron Donald. I'm right. like, yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. But after that, but, you're like, there's a lot of question marks yeah. there where you can't name another guy on this team. Really, where you know, two years ago, you're like, oh man, they got Dante Fowler. They got old. They got blah blah Sue, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. that's my that's my mm-hmm. NFC team. Yeah. My AFC team is the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. okay. Uh, I think, I mean, going in, I was like, they're probably a six-win team. Yeah. Probably. probably. I was like, eight, I didn't see much from probably. And yeah. they are, they're 2-0 and right now. Mm-hmm. They balled out against the Saints on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Like, they ran the ball all down their throat. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr is actually looking really good right now. Mm-hmm. And This is a prove-it year for him, yeah, for sure. The, the Raiders are just... Leaps and bounds better. Like it's funny because I think the team will get to like Denver. I thought was going to be where the oh, yeah. Raiders yes. were. Absolutely, and that's a great comparison. Flipped, Absolutely, where Absolutely. I was like, I thought Denver was going to be the two and O team fighting mm-hmm. with the Chiefs, and now it's like, but the Raiders are now mm-hmm. that team. So yeah, I find it really strange. You're starting to see Gruden's image come together a little bit. Mm-hmm. I still don't think necessarily that Derek Carr is the quarterback that he is in love with necessarily. No. But I think he's kind of be like, all right, well, like we got to start winning here. Like mm-hmm. we're in year three now. Like let's go. Um, no, I think I think that they played really well. I think defensively, um, they're holding up. But I mean, Josh Jacobs is a absolute oh, machine, it. right? And I think that that is they're living off of that, right? And, and and I think Gruden almost had to look within himself a little bit because you know him, he wants to throw the ball, right? I mean, Rich Gannon was an MVP under him, kind of thing. So like you know that like that is a that's what he wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. Is he wants to throw the ball, he wants to he wants to air it out, but. I think he had to check himself a little bit after last year and go, maybe we're better off running the ball yeah. on first and second down rather than slant here, take a shot, you know, like and and choose our and choose our spots, especially because maybe he doesn't have the utmost confidence in who he's playing, who he has at quarterback right yeah. now. Because I think Derek Carr is serviceable. Yeah. I don't think he's great, but I think he's okay, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he can do some good things. Um, but I think that's a great team, and I I would say a team on the flip side of that, the like the Broncos, I think for a team for us that it's kind of a letdown. I mean, Von Miller going down before the even season starts, that's a killer, yeah. right? Bradley Chubb not being one hundred percent, that sucks a lot too. Now Drew Locker, they've got Cortland Sutton's out. Yeah. Injuries are really mounting. But to start the year though, you were like, man, this team should definitely be like on an upward trajectory, and I, I'm going to compare them a little bit to the Lions because. They're a team where everyone kind of thought, all right, like it's going to have to come together here. Now, Van Joe's got a little bit more time. They're a lot more young. They got a lot of youth on that team. Mm-hmm. But in the similar aspect, Lions were like, everyone thought, okay, this is the year the Lions are going to put it together. This defense is going to work, blah, blah, blah. It's not really coming together yet. So I'm interested to see how the rest of their season kind of plays out for a young team like this. Yeah. And just quick, my yeah. NFC. Disappointment like, yeah. so far is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, abs. Thank you. I'm surprised that no one has been talking about because, this as much as they are. I mean, Whoa. I will say uh, for my uprising, they did play the Rams mm-hmm. in the second week, so I'm like, the Rams are on a super hot right now. So I was yeah. like, I kind of get that, and their offense line is awful for yeah. the Eagles. 
Um, way worse than anything I've seen right now. Mm-hmm. But um, losing to Washington after having a 17-point lead, and yep. you lost to Washington yes. of all teams, yep. I mean, it's just not looking good. And your schedule really is only getting harder because yes. you still have to play Dallas twice. Yep. You still have to play Seattle. Yep. And I think they got the whole NFC West, right? Yeah, they play the whole NFC West Jeez. still. So they're getting Arizona and San Fran sometime through the year, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, not, I don't yeah. look at that. A Carson Wentz does not look good. Um, this offense looks lost right now. I don't know what Doug Peterson is doing. And I like Doug Peterson. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. But right now, this whole team looks extremely confused, almost. I feel like they don't have an identity mm-hmm. right now. Can, can you see that with me? Because like I, certain teams, right, good football teams, whether it's Let's take um, let's take the Niners, right? The Niners, even though they're decimated with injuries, right? They run the ball effectively. That's their identity. We're going to play good in the trenches, and we're going to run the ball down your throat. That's what we do best, yeah. right? The Saints, we're going to throw the ball a lot, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what we have in the backfield. It doesn't matter if the Camaro's a top five back. It doesn't matter. We're going to throw the football, right? There are certain teams with an identity that you just go, all right, this is what they're about, and they're really good at it, right? Mm-hmm. That is That's what they do. That's what they're all about. You don't know what this is because you think this would be Carson Wentz's team, but he hasn't looked right. And I think a lot of quarterbacks have not looked right so far in these first couple of years. I think you're seeing a lot of guys that you expected to be up there where you're like, they're not playing as well. Like, I'll throw Wentz in there. I'll throw Stafford in there. I'll throw Tom Brady in there. I'll throw, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Mahomes looks particularly that impressive right now. I think that I think it's a lot of you know, not to take away. He's still a good quarterback, but like they're they should have lost to the Chargers last week, mm-hmm. right? Very they very easily could have done that. I don't think Deshaun Watson looks right right now. A because his offensive line is terrible. B he doesn't have any weapons. But at the same time, he's still Deshaun Watson. Like there are certain guys right now that do not look mm-hmm. right. They're they're playing okay. Like I think Stafford's playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's not playing great. He needs to be in order for that team to win, but he's not playing. Carson Wentz, same thing. They always have injuries everywhere. It's up to him to make that team run, and they're not doing it right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, is there a team to you that, uh, is there anybody else that you're kind of looking at right now? You're going, maybe they're kind of in that middle. They even could be 0 2 or 2 0, 1 1 that you're looking at and going, Give it some time, but th- we're going to be talking about this team later on. Ooh. Um,. It's hard, right? We're yeah, so early right on now. in the season, but like, is there a team for you where like you're like, a, you didn't look at them maybe the right way for good or bad, right? We're yeah, just yeah. like, maybe this team could be their wild card. There's an extra wild card spot, blah blah blah, to kind of be um, there at the end. I would honestly, if they stick with the quarterback that I think is playing yeah. way better, I think the Chargers. That was exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly who I was. I, I think. Say. I think. I think I'll say it yep. based off the premise of they really impressed me playing the Chiefs like they did. I thought Herbert, outside of the interception yeah. that he threw deep in the yeah. end of that game where he could have just taken the first down, mm-hmm. I thought played really, really well. Yep. Now this Chiefs defense is nothing to write home about, yeah. but he was. They were step for step mm-hmm. with the Chiefs all the way through. Yeah. I would definitely give the Chargers if I was get to give like mm-hmm. all the division winners, mm-hmm. the Steelers or the Ravens or whoever yeah. will get like the no, extra they're, they're, spot. They're there already, there's, though. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. there's like you know the Patriots probably get the mm-hmm. extra spot over mm-hmm. with Buffalo or whatever. Yeah. But that seventh spot, I think, could be a fight with the Chargers. I, I do want to mention Buffalo just for a second here because I do think that even though we both kind of said at the you know at the beginning of the season that this is a team to look out for, I still don't think enough people are paying attention to this team. Yeah. I think they are. I think they're definitely a team that, as the season gets ongoing, 
is only going to get better, yeah, in my opinion. So I think that's team two. Are they 2-0 and right now? Yeah. I think they are, right? Yeah. They, now, won, they was, won an ugly game over Miami last week, yeah. right? They did not play super yeah, well. Yeah, and they but, played the Jets week one. So right. like, we, let's give it's, it like... It's a fake 2-0 and right now, but I do think that this team, because of how good their defense is, they run the ball effectively, yeah. and Josh Allen finally has some weapons around him. Yeah. Third year... Now is time. Now is the time. I will say though that the Bills are in the Patriots thing now, yes. where now they're kind of in that flip world where it's like we're gonna five and one this division. So right. now we just need five more wins exactly. somewhere else. Exactly so, right, and we're gonna see that. Fun. But I do think that the way that they've built this defense is extremely impressive, yeah. and I think they are going to be a team to definitely be looking, especially when you get cold weather season and stuff like that. Teams like that that are built to to handle that really are the ones that at the end of the day kind of take it over the top yeah yeah for sure all right let's talk some wrestling action here to end the show let's talk nxt takeover 31 first um the card isn't finalized yet because why would it be a week before the show god forbid you know (sighs) no i think we're waiting on one more match yeah okay so what's the so let's go through what we have so far i know the tag title match is the one i'm waiting for yeah it's either going to be the undisputed era as is bobby fish and robert strong not bobby and kyle okay it's um or Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch is supposed to be the matchup. They're okay. they're gonna fight. They were supposed to fight last week, but Bobby Fish was out. Okay. So they were supposed to do that last week after they won like this. It was a weird way they got there, but basically they're the two teams. They're gonna be fighting to face Brizango. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, regardless, I I guess Brizango wins, but NXT's tag division went from super deep to the shallowest of puddles in mm-hmm. a very short amount of time. So I'm gonna be honest with you and saying I don't really care. But I'm going to say Brizango retains, and I'm glad that they have the titles. It's about time. Agreed, and I will also go 100% with Brizango, yeah. and I'm very happy that they have the Yeah, titles. I, I, think it's, I think it's overdue. I wanted them to win the SmackDown tag, tag titles like four Back years ago. Remember, remember when they had that shot? I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they can win it for a month and give it back. Yeah, Nothing. I was a big fan yeah. of that, too. Man. <laughs> Uh, so on this card, I guess we have Kushida and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, they've been in a little heated rivalry. Yeah, thing. Velveteen last week cost Kushida in the gauntlet. That's mm-hmm. kind of how Kushida got eliminated there to kind of spin off this rivalry. Yeah. I don't know why they're cont- they're getting so much backlash with Velveteen being on TV with the the allegations. We don't we're not going to get into that, but um, at the same time, WWE's not helping themselves in that regard either. Um, I actually I. I Kushida should win this match. He hasn't had a meaningful victory since he joined NXT yet. I don't think that they're going to be doing anything with Velveteen. He had his run with Cole for the title that I don't think he's going to get the NXT title. He's not going to re-win the North American, so he's kind of in that weird floater spot where you're not getting called to the main roster anytime soon. Now's the start time you need to start putting some people over, and Kushida's that guy, yeah. I think. You know? uh, yeah, I'll agree with that because I think Kushida could win this and kind of move into like a North American picture yeah. or something. Yeah. I think that Kushida's or... in a weird spot because like they don't have a fleshed-out cruiserweight division, yeah. and it's hard because he's not like, okay, he wins the North American title, but man, it's like every time he goes into a match, man, you're losing. Like, yeah. like there's, you're not the favorite in any of these matches. Yeah, know. You know what I mean? So it, it's weird. So uh, he's I in agree. a weird spot yeah, right I agree now. With that. Uh, we'll go to the women's match. So we got the singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Iro Shirai is the champion defending against Candice LeRae. And I think I think this match is going to be dependent on the next match we talk about. Yes. Or yes. vice versa, right. whichever, whichever one goes first. first yeah. Because I think either yeah. they both win, yeah, they both win, win they both or lose. they both lose. I don't think one is winning, the other isn't. Yeah. And I'm talking about Damian Priest will be defending against Johnny Gargano right. for the North American title. So I think either Gargano and Lowry win, yeah. or they both lose. Yeah, and it's tough because it, it, it's tough because I, I really like both of these women, right? I think they're both tremendous in their own way. 
I'm going to say Candace wins. I don't know if she does. And the only reason why I'm, I'm a little hesitant on that pick is because EO just got the title not that long ago. Like, long-term one. Yeah, I mean, I so. she's she's only had a couple big defenses, so yeah. it's like, eh. But, cause they really, but at the same time, they did the same thing with, like, uh, Ember Moon, where they built her up, and then she dropped it pretty much immediately. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I don't know. Um, but for me... Candace has always been a person where I've looked at it and I go, why has she not been in the title picture since she debuted? Like, I, she is fantastic on so many levels. She's one of the best workers that they have, man or woman. I'm going to say Candace. I'm not 100% confident in that, but I want to say, just from a fan perspective, yeah. I would love to see her get the win here. Um, Cheating or not, I don't care. I just think that I think her getting a run because she puts on great stuff with anybody she's in. Yeah, she see, can make Casey Canzaro look good. I don't know who yeah. else can. I love Casey Cantaro. Um, I, I'm in a split. It's tough, right? I, I, it's tough because I actually don't think Gargano beats Priest. Because I Priest know. only had the title for like a month. I know. So unless they go back to the North American champion just loses every first title defense like they did to start Well, the he thing. beat Thatcher. He beat Thatcher a couple weeks ago for the title on the line. So he's I mean, I mean, yeah, takeovers, takeovers, takeovers. Yeah, yeah right. like Cole lost the first takeover, <laughs> yeah. the Rick yeah. lost Rick's the first takeover. takeover or whatever. So there was like a big line when the first takeovers, they all lost it. Yeah, right. So... If they go back to that, I guess Gargano could win. But I'm actually probably just going to go with your like champions retain on these yeah. two. Uh, so I'm going to take Priest and Eero. I'm, I'm nervous retain. about this card because before we talk about the main event, right, you're just looking like there's a potential like nothing actively yeah. happens. And I, I hate pay-per-views that do that. Because TakeOver, similar to AEW, which we'll talk about in a second, where they don't have a pay-per-view every month. They kind of like It's one thing if you have a schmoz finish, but knowing that, okay, but we're leading up to this. And yeah. we know where we're going. And some of these, you're just like... Where are we going with this, right? So it's hard. The same thing with the Priest-Gargano match where you look at it and you say, why? Why is this match even occurring, right? Yeah. Which is why I'm actually going to pick Gargano. I think they really, really, really like Damian Priest. I think he is going to... I think they like him as a tweener, more leaning towards babyface, but with like a badass kind of attitude thing, right? Based off how they're booking him right now. He gets a good reaction. I think a lot of people like him. So I wouldn't be shocked to see Gargano take the title off him and then him start going into a feud with Balor. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, I really... Because Balor's technically a bad guy, I guess. I think the Undisputed Era might as well be good guys at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when you look I at know. it. So... um I think that could be a potential feud to kind of elevate another guy a little bit. So I'm going to take Gargano winning this in a very hokey way, but I'm going to say he gets it because I don't know why. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, just from a perspective of, I don't want to sit there and watch a two and a half hour show and nothing occur. Yeah, I mean, I feel that, but nothing's happening. You're probably right. Like, I, I, you know, I'm always the optimist when it comes to these cards. Where I'm like, but they could do this, and then you're just disappointed. So, but it'll be interesting. And then what's the finals? Uh, so we got uh, Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship against Kyle O'Reilly. This match is going to steal a show. Yeah. This match is going to absolutely steal the show, and Kyle O'Reilly is going to come out, not champion, but he's definitely going to come out as a made man. I'm super pumped that they're giving O'Reilly a singles push. Um, outside of Bobby Fish, who I don't really think is there. I mean, he can maybe do like a mid-card thing, but for the most part, the other three guys all could potentially be you know big-time players. Um Kyle though for sure is second for me in that in the four yeah. of them for yeah. you know what I mean okay. he had a small run with the Ring of Honor World Title, um, you know he he did some good stuff in Japan but this he's he could be a star and he he puts on a hell of a performance every time he's out there I love him as a part of a tag team but I think that this match 
as long as Balor doesn't do the same four moves over and over and over again, this match could legitimately be a, a really a, a true classic of a match. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. I'm glad that they're giving him the push that that he that he's earned. Yeah, I'm also taking yeah. Finn Balor. Finn's gonna retain. Finn's gonna retain. Like yeah, he just won the damn thing. I don't yeah. I don't anticipate that being a thing. But look for this though too. Just as like a long shot kind of call that I'm making here. Okay. They could easily revisit Cole and O'Reilly as a feud. That did mo- that did so much money for Ring of Honor for years. They did it when they were first as a tag team, and then they did it again like four years later as the main event of the show. So look for that to be a thing because you know Cole was super excited for him at the end of that show. He's he's tweeted about it. he's like Kyle Riley's best one of my best friends. Blah 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 blah. Don't be shocked if something like that happens just because there is so much money. With O'Reilly and Cole together, whether it's together or as a feud, mm-hmm. like all day, every day, give me that all day, all the time. I would hate to see the air get broken up. That yeah. would that would hurt me to my core. But knowing that we get O'Reilly and Cole would be awesome. I don't know if it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but it's there's there's a pop. I'm just throwing it out there as like a as a one percent like coin in the in the well. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So I think I'm just I'm just saying because if they I, do it, I'm gonna look like a genius. Just so you know. <laughs> But if you don't, like, no one's going to go back to the archives. I know. Like, like, six <laughs> like, now, like, so. You were wrong. Yeah, so it'll be fine. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would want to see it because I like the era together. And I, 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 I couldn't see, like, if, like, Cole split from them, I think them three would just kind of, like, die. Yeah. Without Cole. Some, there. Yeah, like, I Cole, know. Cole could survive on, like, say yes. they all got brought up to the main roster, but yeah. then, like, Cole Cole's the only and, main eventer that they have. Yeah. Right all now. the other three would be like, oh, we're in, like, the hurt yeah. business kind of deal where, like, you're yeah. doing stuff but not mm-hmm. really doing things. Yeah. And Cole would be out, like, world champion. Real whatever. quick here on this retribution thing, now that we know everybody who's in it, um, yeah. is there any saving it? Like, no. any? Do you no. think that they? Do you think that they would benefit, though, from having one more person? Like having a bigger name? No, no, like, 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 like yes, like, like, legitimately, like, if like T Bar is acting like how, um, I, I, I can't even, I know it's ridiculous, but like, if, if, if like T Bar was like the voice, right? Kind of like what they did with the Dark Order, yeah. where like Uno and Grayson are kind of like the the mouthpieces for it until they debuted Brody Lee as like the 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 guy. I mean, somewhat anticlimactically, but point being, no, I've there, there's like reports out there that yeah. maybe Keith Lee is going to be the leader, and how. That would be the worst faction ever. Oh my god! Like talk. Because I think they would just do that just to piss me off. Because like, oh, here's Dajikovic one book. and Maya Yim are both in it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we could just throw him in oh, and it like fits god. everybody and stuff. Why? So Keith Lee can bore me on the mic and exactly. talk That's like us. this all the time. Yeah. Oh god! Never mind. Leave it at the five that they or the four that they, five yeah. that they. Well, have. because yeah, they, they think that he's gonna like interrupt the main event of of tonight. I guess t- yesterday's oh, yeah. show or right. whatever. Yeah. And, Clash like, of Champions. Calls, that we'll talk Clash about next week. Clash of Champions. We'll talk about next week. Yeah. Um, that he's gonna like interfere with, like Retribution's gonna interfere, but it's gonna be Keith Lee like leading. Maybe the Orton's charge. the leader. They get help Orton get the win because I think Orton yeah. wins it tonight. So, yeah, I so I, yeah, I, nah, nah. I'd be that'd be a guess a little better, but not. It much still better. wouldn't be good. Don't attach Orton, who's doing really good work to that crap. Like, no yeah. offense, but you got four Bane guys or five Bane. Like, oh, CM Punk made a great tweet where he's like, when you get bored at lunch and you make a cutout of your paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> like this is terrible. All right, let's talk some AEW here to end this show real fast. Um, I just do want to hit on a couple points here. Number one, thoughts on Cody coming back with the dark hair. Love it. Loved it. 
Absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, I don't care about like the hair. I just like that he came back. So, like, <laughs> so Cody. Like, like, wow, you're really playing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, his hair looks uh, yeah, much better. Yeah, no, just like having Cody back, back is huge. It's huge because he's just he he's you're, literally you're, the face. Of once the company. again, you're still lacking singles depth. Once again, you're you're playing the super slow game with Paige and, and Hangman or and Paige and uh, Co- Jesus Kenny. So it's like it's it's like okay, let's let's get to it. Um... Uh, thoughts on this tag team invitational classic thingamabobber that they're doing um, with FTR? Like, it was kind of a botched segment, but we kind of got there at the end of it. 20 minutes, new tag team every week gets a shot. If they can't beat FTR in 20 minutes, FTR gets the win automatically by time limit. Um, tag titles, I believe, are online every single week basically now. They're kind of flip-flopping what they were doing with the TNT title with the tag titles. Um, thoughts on that? I think it's kind of lazy, quite frankly, but at the same time, th- with the way that they have to book stuff right now with yeah. not a lot of fans and stuff, it, they, we talked about software. It better be building to something or else yeah. it's a total waste. Yeah, I think I think the best case scenario for this is you go like kind of like what Cody did where you go yeah. six or seven weeks just giving it to like the people that you don't like the... Um, yeah, like Jurassic gonna, World right, or yeah. whatever. You're going to beat like, uh, Private Party. Private you're going to be SCU. Yeah. You're going to be Best Friends. Yeah, you're going to be all those teams. And, and then I'm hoping family. that someone like the Young Bucks take them to time limit, and then that's the reason why it's like, we're the only team that you didn't pin in the 20 minutes mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. so give us a title match. Or they have the up. pin and then time limit, and like, one, two, two and three, yeah. and they're like, yeah, we whatever. had you, kind of, whatever. Yeah, there's some ways they can do this, so I'm not going to totally crap on yeah. it just yet. I do feel, though, like, similar to what NXT's doing with, like, everyone's just getting a number one contender shot, and we're just having these, well, as much fun as they are to watch, there's no story there, so it's it's kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, I do think AEW is, is like, all right, we have so many tag teams, we got to just get them out there, and we got to make something worth something here yeah. at this point, right? I, I'm still a little pissed, though, because you're, you've got John Moxley as world champion, and... Crickets, yeah, all the time. Just saying. I uh, real quick too before we end the show. Thoughts on Brody versus Cody in that dog collar match that we're gonna see in a couple weeks? Oh, they're in. Okay, you didn't see Um, that promo? I kind of did. Yeah. I only I had it muted and yeah, I only okay. saw him with dog collars. Yeah. So basically, Cody's got like week a week to challenge or to accept it. Yeah. And You're gonna see a dog collar match though. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so very, is it, is it like very the, uh, excited? No, no, dog collar around the neck. Oh, so it's not. Yeah, yeah you're connected. No, what, what, no, what I'm saying is, is it like the ones where you, uh, like the strap matches, but it's just with a collar on? Yeah, yeah, with so a like, chain. It's yeah, a so chain. They, so they the, can't, like, go far no, exactly. than the that's chain. The, yes, that's the point of it. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah, and then basically you gotta touch all four corners to win the match. Oh, okay. That's, like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm it's in. like old school for me a little bit. You know, Brody's promo. If you haven't watched it, it's like. Very good by Brody. Like yeah. he really came out. It's one of the first promos he's really nailed since he kind of showed up. I don't. I haven't really been digging the whole Dark Order thing, but I, I I like Brody as a as a wrestler, you know. So I've been really enjoying his work. So um, him as TNT champion. The problem with it for me is that it's it's like okay, you're gonna have this blow off, but who wins? Because if Cody wins it back, you're like okay. Now where do we go? But if if Brody wins, okay, now you just like it, so like you're you're booking. It's gonna be a great match where you don't know who's gonna win. But how do you get there? Like where 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 are we going with it? Is is really the is what's gonna determine how 
whether or not this is a smart play yeah. or not, you know. So, but very, very, I'm very excited. excited to see them both in dog collars. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's I it. think it's gonna be good for sure. Cody, well, I'll, I'll dark hair. I'll have to show you some some old dog collar matches because those are intense. Uh, like there's one between Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine, which which in uh, like the '80s for AWA Star or NWA Starcade. It's fantastic. But regardless, um, that's gonna be it for this week's show. Though next week we're gonna be talking Clash of Champions. Um, uh, we may move the Lions stuff up just in case that they get absolutely decimated today. Uh, it depends. I don't know. It's all going to be a it's going to be a rough go regardless. But lots of stuff. But they could win. If they win, then still nothing. But <laughs> regardless, yeah, cool. um, yeah, that's going to be it for this week's show. Episode one hundred right around the corner. Don't miss it. For the missing wheel man, he's the Merc Zone. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, and we will see you guys as always next time.